Hey, welcome to Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about performers' worst nightmares on stage, uh, bombing. I'm Luke Fagenbush, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Lauren Hutton, and we're here with Spencer Demolke. Yeah, he's back! Yeah. What 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 do we talk about in this episode? Uh... We the, talked, the Patreon was so fucking good, I forgot. We talked about mold. We talked about... Uh, oh, yeah, your brain swole. Jeremiah Watkins, Chad Daniels. Of course. That's uh, right. That's right. Bombing in stand-up Cleveland. Endeavors. Bombing in Cincinnati. He is Bombs. really more present when he doesn't drink. I'm, well, pretty, I'm pretty mentally clear at the moment. Also oh, the only sober yeah. one here. Congratulations. Thank you. Not for yeah. long. <laughs> it, all, it all ends. <laughs> and it's With a, the I, Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. yeah, which was last week. Now it's a Valentine's episode. Happy so, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Day from, from us fellas. <laughs> and where can people find the, the DeMont, man? That's a good question. February 19th, Sunday, I will be at Zany's <laughs> Old Town in Chicago with Ram Barnaclo. February yeah. 20th, I'll be at the Liberty Funny Bone. March Hell 2nd yeah. through the 4th, I'll be in Ann Arbor with Ran Barnaclo. And March yeah. 24th, 25th, I'll be with Ran at the Independent in Detroit. Also, uh, March 5th, Louisville Comedy Club. Brunch show. Get it. With Ran again. Just, just running around with Ran. It's a lot of dates. Ran and around. Oh, and then April 24th, I'm in Columbus. Almost uh, April Fool's Day. Almost. Also almost Hitler's A whole birthday. month away from April Fool's. You got socials where people could find you to remember that long list of dates that I'm you on just Instagram. rambled off? I'm on Instagram at Spencer Demolke. Should I spell it? D-O-M-O-L-K-Y. That was no E. Good dive. Yeah, Between no the e. K and the Y. <laughs> right. Some people think there is, and they're racist. Yep. Enjoy the episode, everybody. Thank you. I didn't know you played, man. Yeah, I uh, I, I try. Sorry, are we starting? Oh yeah, nice. we well, started at the moment that you walked in. I was like, "Do you want water?" I was like, "I hit oh, the button." Oh, that was all part of it. Everything's part of it, Spencer. We've been podcasting since the day you were born. Oh, cool! It's like Truman Show. <laughs> Took the reference out of my face. Yeah, Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I've been playing since I was a kid, but I just you know I'm not. I don't have the discipline to practice enough to get very, very good. Yeah. I don't know, man. You're even I know zone. how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yes, well, I know how to. My, if you guys have met my roommate, Patrick, he's a guy who plays for real. Oh, that's uh, the long haired server dude at the club, right? Mm-hmm. Very nice, man. Uh, very talented. Server dude, not surfer dude. Did I muddle no, my way through those? But words. I just thought maybe somebody thought he was with the hair. It's an important yeah. distinction. To yeah, make. you have to make yeah. those those calls. Uh, but no, he's the one riffing it up at a uh, hi-fi most of the time. He's right? funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's out and now it's Connor Lochran. Oh, you just get too busy to jam. Yeah, too busy. Yeah, you know, it's a it's not a very uh, glorious position. Oh, you mean tucked off in the corner where you have to be there for the entire open mic and right. you don't really Hear have a shitty comics say thing yeah. about your playing. And At first, I used to get mad at the guitarist, like, interjecting with humor and getting in the way of jokes. And then I was like, how else could you survive that for yeah. two hours? Yeah. Like, Jesus, you, God. You give them free drinks at least, do they? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, they do something like that. Uh, thank God. <laughs> 
<laughs> something yeah, like that. It wasn't that. a very good deal. You get a slim gym if you finish, you know. Yeah. Same know. summer camp. In the Package world of open mic comedy, <laughs> three free beers for that is that's a good deal. You're not going to find a lot better than that. I don't know, man. I've I've done comedy for less than three beers. Yeah, I, I do it for free. Pretty right. I've done it for less than free. What's what's the worst deal performing that you've ever done, Spencer? Mm. This is a nice left of bombing question. Yeah, I've definitely driven to another city for zero dollars. Yeah, that's a net loss, oh, yeah. right? Like yeah. even, I mean, I've never like gotten robbed by a booker or anything though. That would be negative. That would be insane. Mm-hmm. You go to get paid and then they take your money. Yeah. I showed up for a show once and they told me they would feed us and we showed up late and like all the food was pretty much gone and we found chicken wings and we ate those and it turned out those chicken wings were for the hot wing eating contest <laughs> afterwards. So they no, just rearranged didn't. all the chicken wings <laughs> to make up for the seven we ate and we're like why are these so hot this is crazy oh man that's funny (laughs) i don't sorry uh, (laughs) i've never ruined the following act that particular way (laughs) that show was ruined long before we ate their chicken wings don't worry when you're warming up for the hot wing (laughs) can't be that good of a show (laughs) like oh this person's family members pity attended the show great (laughs) there was three hours of improv before that i don't know man it's kind of cool that you were like a pivotal part of hot ones coming up that's right the the grassroots movement of hot wing eating (laughs) he's worked it out he films it now on youtube right right this is before you guys know about him Back when they still filmed their show in a bedroom and, and uh, didn't really care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, what who are we talking to? about? <laughs> <laughs> he just fully ended it with a question. Yeah. I, I've, I've been, uh, you know, same, same, I guess the same stuff as last time I was here, working the door, go bananas and doing stand-up on the road. A lot more stand-up, though, than a year ago, I would say. That's okay, great. when you say a lot more. I mean, what's, so, what's the increase like? Well, right, how, how, how often are you gone? I have a really good two months coming up, but, oh, okay. you know, the, the winter was a lot of weekends at Copenhagen at working the door, but, uh, yeah, I just did Lexington and then I was at the club this weekend. And bit oh yeah. Bananas. Were you at off Broadway? Like, yeah. How was that? It was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah that's a, um, yeah. So he so, was opening for Chad Daniels this weekend and you want to talk about off Broadway? Well, we'll, well get to it that was sick. chronologically. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was with Jeremiah Watkins in Lexington and he's, oh, hell he's yeah. great. Yeah. And so I've met him a couple of times at Goban and it's just working. And then, uh, the the Lexington guy has hit me up a couple of times. Jordan is the owner at Comedy Off Broadway, and he's hit me up a couple of times, and I've been busy. Uh, and then so we finally got one that worked out, and it ended up being Jeremiah, which was sick. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we had we had four really good shows. Thursday got canceled because Jeremiah was uh, his flight, his connection was delayed or something like that. So Thursday got canceled. But mm-hmm. right that is the life. Yeah. Did Lots they do anything gears. instead, or just? Just the no. night off. Just the <laughs> night off. Yeah. I was literally, I was leaving from Go Bananas. I was on Montgomery Road and he called me and he was like, yeah, we're just going to bail tonight. And I was like, well, that's good that you call me now and not. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not an hour and a half from now. Yeah. Jesus. Talk about net losses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, that was a great weekend. Th- those crowds like the you, you, Kentucky people are awesome. Like they're, they're like polite and like, they're like happy to be there. And they they like want to get yeah. it. They're not assholes. So I've never crowds. been to Off Broadway. Like, what did you put me in the room? That was my first time. It's it's a square room. Like, it's pretty square, small stage, and yeah, they they just pack it in tight. And 
So it's the way it's set up since it's like a square is like it doesn't really feel empty. Like Friday night, it was probably only a hundred people for both the shows, huh. but it felt full. And then Saturday night, we had significantly more people, and it felt better. But like you didn't you didn't miss them on Friday. You know, they kind of ah. have like a in the round like upper level too, right? Uh, or have they re- reorganized since like two I have years I, I ago? Didn't. <laughs> I didn't see it. They, they do have like a, on one side, there's like a steps up to it, like a raised thing, but it's not like, it's just a couple steps. Yeah. I it's like, not a mezzanine. No. Yeah. I like the raised thing. It's like, you can like double the capacity, <laughs> but then if it's not doubled, it feels like a smaller room. Yeah. It's, Wiley's kind of has that too. They curtain it off most of the mm-hmm. time. Um, or maybe not. Maybe they don't do that now. I no, they say. do. They, they do still do the curtain. Um, yeah. Wiley's is good. I, I've never been in there with people sitting in the back. I don't think I have. No, 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 I have. Uh, but it was it was one of those situations where they were just needing to open. The, mm-hmm. So it was like three people up there not wanting to sit next to each other. If I do right. the open mic, I'll just hang out back there. That's true. I don't want to sit with the other people. That's a yeah, it's Dayton, Ohio. I don't want to <laughs> be out there. These Oregon district with those, folks. With those people. All these cool people in this nugget. Anyways. Who are supporting live comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. These cool people in an oasis of Dayton. <laughs> yeah. But so Lexington, that, that club was very fucking cool. Uh, I had a blast. And then, yeah, like you said, this weekend, Chad Daniels, unreal. I, did they sell out the weekend? I kept seeing Mikey post like, hey, this is now it's no tickets. No, no. Sorry. Yeah. So the Saturday early show was sold out like two weeks ago. Of course. And then. Yeah, so Friday late was the last one to sell out. It, it like sold out Friday evening or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, we had four sellouts. That's nice. fucking wild, yeah. dude. Like all the time that I've spent up there and listening to like old men with voices like gravel being dumped out of a truck, yeah. saying like, oh, "This place used to be just packed out every single night." We all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And now it's happening again. Do you have any idea how it's like bell bottoms are back? It's just like history just circling around. It's crazy, man. Well, yeah, I mean, it's been a year and a half since they reopened and a lot of people still don't know. I mean, I hear people coming up to the ticket booth and they're like, we didn't know you guys were open. For real? Yeah. Like a year later. So people are still to be fair. (laughs) This was the first time I went to my doctors and I didn't have to put a mask on. So like. I get it that they wouldn't think that some things are open, well, especially at the same time where they're like, COVID's happening. I'm going to unfollow go bananas on all social media. Like, well, yeah, but we, right. That's true. <laughs> but I think, I think a lot of people don't follow that. Like they're not even social media type people. They just like get the email fake fans. That's what yeah. we call those. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> well, we, we didn't do the best job promoting either. Like, like there, you, you would have had to seek out, you would have at least had to Google Cincinnati comedy to find out about the club. It's not like, oh, yeah. you know, like the don't tell people do a great job of putting up Facebook ads and stuff like that. They always get people out. Bananas is kind of under the radar still, yeah. which I, is kind of cool. I guess we forget there are people <laughs> out there who like going to comedy is like going to a state fair or something for him. They, they don't just constantly blast themselves in the face with mm-hmm. comedy yeah, yeah. shows. Yeah, It's like a once a year type thing. It's like a cookie cake. Yeah. You don't do that every day. No, that'd be wild. <laughs> Most people throw up even every weekend would be too much, right? What is wrong with us? Was Chad Daniels, <laughs> like the, the, most fun like biggest deal for you show that you, you've had or i think so i mean yeah four four sold out shows at go bananas was the biggest weekend of my career for sure hell yeah yeah was it the shows themselves that like made it for you how was it i mean yeah yeah it 
yeah, the, those were those were some of the most fun sets that I've ever had for sure. You're like no newbie to hosting that stage. That's but, true. But this was a different monster. Were yeah. you nervous? Were, yeah. you, were you getting a little bit more jitters? Like, oh, God, do I even no. know how to do this? I don't get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was. no, of course, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was nervous. And and also, you, it's not just about do it. Like, I wanted Chad to like me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, you want to do have a good set because you want to be a good comic or whatever. But, yeah, you you don't want to blow it in front of the headliner. Yeah. And Cy, Cy Amundsen was featuring. So oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he's no fucking slouch. That's what I'm saying. Like the room was sold out, but on top of that, you're just like holding up a very important show. Yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you deal with that? It, it's like stressful for you. You have like pre-show rituals or you, you're just like, I'm going to treat this like an open mic or definitely not treat it like an open mic. But <laughs> yeah, everyone that says that it doesn't go well. Here's five yeah. minutes of new material. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, you know, I, I did want to do some new, and I guess I got lucky having Lexington last weekend because I kind of got to oh, yeah. just, you know, I, I felt like I'm riding some momentum. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, right. Like when you're doing open mics, you're doing your brand new material and then to go back and do your old jokes again, sometimes it feels stale or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I was like, I've, I've been doing my tried and true and I, I always snuck a couple newer ones in there. But yeah, man, I was just like, you know, it's it's 10 minutes. And like you said, I've hosted there. I think this was my sixth weekend. So I was like, yeah. I was like, it, I was nervous. And then when I got up there, I was like, it's so nice to like, I know where I'm going to stand. I know where I'm going to put the microphone. I get to say, welcome to go bananas, not remember some other name. Yeah. Some yeah. Little like, bit of muscle memory yeah. to, to, you know, little bit of sugar with that medicine. And also his crowds are so fucking good. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you just, you know, I do my fucking opener and they're like, we love stand up. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, this is not really much work for me. I just have to not blow it. Yeah, of any headliners like audience, I think the Chad Daniels ones would be the one who appreciates stand up comedy for stand up comedy. Yeah, they're yeah. comedy fans. So it was uh it was pretty cool. There's something that gets mentioned on this show like at least a couple of times where people don't like think about what they're going out to do for entertainment. Like you said, like comedy's like a state fair. And so they have a preconceived notion of what it means to go and see stand-up comedy. It, there's no one in that room that doesn't know that Chad Daniels is on that stage. Right. What does that mean for like what's going on with the future of the club? Like, like I said, it's a very exciting time where this isn't the first time that like the room is starting to fucking fill the fuck out. No, we've, we've probably had six good weekends in a row right now. And that's God. I hope anybody doesn't count and feel like I'm sliding them. But uh, <laughs> Notice he said he also hosted six times. I'm not going to correlate anything yeah. there. Six weeks in a row. Seven weeks ago, that person's just like, House I MC. guess I fucked up, huh? Um, but yeah, like, like we have had, you know, we had McCusker in January. Yeah, yeah. He sold yeah. it out. We so we've had, like, like you know, this is the good time of year for the club too. It's not, you know, Truth. we sold out some weekends or, or not some weekend. We sold out some shows at this time last year. You know, early shows were selling out. Late shows were getting close. But uh, so yeah, just a few more people know we're open. We're we're putting it together as a staff, knowing how to run the shows and stuff like that. Because we've had you know some turnover and. Uh, it's like, yeah, so the, the club is running well. We're having good shows. Uh, and and so, yeah, I think people are, like, telling their friends that Go Bananas is back and it's sick. Hell yeah. So, yeah, what does that mean for the future of the club? Hopefully it just keeps getting better. Yeah, good things, man. It's yeah. an exciting time. Yeah. Were, were there any hiccups along the way? I mean, it's a bombing podcast. Did, mm. Was there a night where 
you were like, holy shit. <laughs> well, so my first weekend I hosted for Ron on Hirschberg. It was November of 21. And, uh, that Thursday show, I was, you know, I, I was so fucking nervous and I was also sick. Like I probably had active COVID. I didn't get a test because I was like, if I get a test then I can't do it. So I just, I can't believe I'm saying this on the pod. I just went, yeah, this is the free section. You should at least people like pay to hear about I, that. I don't this think, was years ago. Yeah. And it, this is at yeah. the height of COVID. It was years it was ago. A different I, don't time, hear this. I don't think Ron will hear this and get mad at me. Yeah. He died. He's but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his opinion is the only one we care about. But uh, yeah, I, I showed up to the club on Thursday and I was sick. Like in the pictures, like my face is swollen. Like I was so sick and <laughs> Jesus and, Christ. and I got up on Thursday and I was so nervous and there was, you know, it wasn't sold well. It was, you know, our Thursday shows still, it's, you know, it's a light audience. Right. Yeah, it's so, Thursday. And, and yeah, and I had never hosted at a club before. I probably hadn't hosted hardly anything, maybe a pro-am. Uh, and I was just like, here we go. And I was so fucking nervous. And I just really basically bombed to silence for 10. <laughs> like, I was, you know, just like, like, you know, when you, your voice is shaking, like, cause you can't talk right. Like, yeah, it was, it was a full bomb. It was, true. it was a full bomb. Yeah, Stop was, taking words out of my face. It man. was truly, <laughs> it was truly one of my worst sets ever. And you know, it, you just had to get that one out of the way. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure somebody didn't have to do that, but yeah, there, it seems like you had more going Chad on Daniels, than like, maybe. <laughs> dude. Honestly, man, I've been, this was the first weekend that I wasn't sick for that I've had. I wait for real somehow. And it's probably not a coincidence. Like it's yeah. probably psychological, but I got, I got sick for Ron on weekend. I hosted in May of the next year for Katie Hannigan. I got sick. Then I hosted for Ran in July sick. Then I had November and December yeah. Cronin and Gosling. I just got sick again. I, I don't know how. I think stress does like affect your immune system, mm -hmm. but I shouldn't be thing. that stressed. Like I do, I do I mean, stand up all the time. Yeah. That means, yeah, there's stand up and then there's like doing things under the pressure of having the people that you respect following you. Uh, and, and, and also like, man, I don't know, man, hosting is just such a fucking bag. It's not just comedy. It's comedy and chores. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. Like, of course there's pressure and shit involved in that. Like, I don't know. I, I, uh. but yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel like it's like uh samurai training or whatever. Like I've, I've had done all these weekends. Like you yeah. said, it's like you have, you have to spin all these plates and on top of that, you're also sick. It's like now I get to go up this past weekend and not be sick and yeah. actually have all my faculties. You, you finished all your Mr. Miyagi chores. Yeah. Like you were sweeping, you were washing cars and now. And yeah. And I'm like, Oh, wax on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I get it. So is, are there things that you do differently? Like hosting to take away from the sucky part of hosting? Like, um, well, he watches his favorite samurai movie, The Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually prefer Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, I've never seen that movie. It's I just Chinese samurai. I like, I like white Tom Cruise being a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty wild ride. Uh, but uh, uh, I mean, I'll tell you what I do is at Gobernaires, you're supposed to say that thing about the fire exits, and I just don't say it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's how you prepare. That's how you avoid by well, God, it's like, it honestly is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, first of all, we have the exit signs. People will see that. But also, 
I was actually thinking about that this weekend. I was like, if there was a fire and I was had to go on stage and be like, everyone, we have a small fire. I mean, it would be a nightmare. It would not be everyone exit single file through the doors. It would be a fucking clusterfuck. Do you think people would leave? If there was a fire, go bananas. To where we had to alert the audience? Like yeah. it was a, if there was a kitchen fire and we were like, it's happening. Yeah. How many people do you think would think it's a bit? Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think panic would be immediate. It, I mean, if the show sucks, that's interesting. That's funny. If the show sucks, maybe they would be more inclined to think it's a bit. It's like, oh, they're pretending think, to burn the place yeah. down. The There's a fire way. and it was after my set. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to do it, I think, would be have the waiters like quietly tell the people in the back row and slowly get people out. Because if the, a comedian just takes the stage and it's like, there's a fire, That's get what the I'm fuck saying. out now. It's be a nightmare. Either they wouldn't move at all or everybody would move at once. I don't even know why they It'd announced like that the White fire exit concert. It's 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 got to be something that the fire chief said when the club opened or whatever. like he's like and make sure you guys announce it every time i mean i yeah i guess but yeah who's who's checking on that and, and also nobody's ever actually told me to do that i've seen other mcs do it at the club and i guess it used to be part of the procedure or whatever the only huh. note i've ever gotten about that speech is when i fuck up the website that's the only oh, thing because yeah. <laughs> then like yeah. everyone will be like hey it's not it's actually please point people in the right direction the wait staff yeah i didn't staff. really yeah. do that this weekend either i kind of fucked i forgot to mention the website and the instagram but yeah all i do is that's I, fine they're there they know yeah and it's sold I, out yeah, At the beginning, I say, welcome to the club and give it up, you know, give it up for your headliner. Welcome to Go Bananas. That's it. And then before you bring up the headliner, I say, give it up for your wait staff. And then at the end, I say, thanks for coming out. Next week, we got Jimmy Pardo. And then I forgot he was coming. Yeah. This weekend. Probably we'll sell out again. I I would. I mean, come on. That's pretty cool. Pardon Uh, me. But yes. Pardon. Uh, Oh, I I got it. We I get it. And, and so, like, obviously, guys like that selling out is great for the club. But, like, two weeks ago, we had Anthony DeVito, and one of his early shows just sold out off. Wait, for coming. real? Yes. That's dope. Right. That's that's the kind of shit that's very cool. Because that's what you want to see is, like, I don't know what else to call it other than trickle-down economics. Mm-hmm. You have someone like Jimmy Pardo and Chad Daniels come in and sell out the club, and then they fall in love with the way that the ship is running so much that they then come back for folks like Anthony DeVito or Gabe Kia or whomever else that they may not have ever heard of before, but they just trust the establishment and their taste. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It, it's a... Uh, yeah, like that. That's what you hope is a grassroots enjoyment. Of, that, that's the best way for a business to grow is for people to tell their friends. Really, it's not by developing an app. Everyone keeps telling yeah. me it's because you got to develop an app. No bananas, yeah. the app, right? Like yeah. that's it, it is. A, I guess it's a multi pronged attack. Uh, reminds me of my wedding night, but uh, you forked on your wedding. No, night? I don't know. Eiffel Tower, many penises. Her, yeah. It was. It, well, it bombed. Welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> But so uh, like, like we do have we have been putting in more of an effort on the online side of things to do a better job promoting. So I'm mm. sure that's had an impact as well. But yeah, dude, I think I think a bunch of good shows in a row has a snowball effect. Yeah, I think it's just like if you have good energy and you're excited about it and that's kind of infectious. It's yeah, like, it's more infectious than COVID. There's charisma yeah, you to just walk out there, and even if you're sick, you, you won't let me walk past that, will you? No, nope, you're just all right. We're here. And it spreads like <laughs> from friends. His porch is comfy. Do you like the tea? <laughs> <laughs>
This is the quietest noise ever made on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Luke's been here a while. There's some things he said that just the mics have never picked up. What? <laughs> what are your goals with comedy? Do you, do you do you see yourself like being a road dog and going that route? Do you want to sit in a writer's room and like, you know, craft jokes for a TV show? What's your end game, Spence? I definitely have dreams of doing TV stuff. But really, I think stand up is my main focus. Like, like, yeah, I, I look at, I don't know. I think about Louie, like obviously not everything he's done, but uh, <laughs> so when do you think about Louie? What are you yeah. doing? Never mind. I, I, <laughs> I just love like, like he got to do some shows. He got to do some cool stuff outside of stand up, but he's a stand up comic. That's what he's known for. I don't, I don't want to be one of those. I don't those. think that's what he's known for now. Well, no, of course not. But <laughs> I don't want to change. Well, I don't want to be stand up comedian who it's still. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just longer. First. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those comics who gets a TV show and then stops doing stand. Like I'm not doing this to get on TV or to be uh, an, an I actor. See what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'd be a very good actor, but, oh, yeah. uh, I, don't yeah, jump on agree, that sofa. Damn. Yeah. No, there's no chance. Yeah. <laughs> Him land. But, uh, <laughs> I do. I do think it would be fun to like try to write for a late night show or a sitcom or something like that. Or dude, I mean, obviously this is lofty, but to be the host of a late night show is a dream. I think that'd be cool. Gross. Be Conan. What? Conan's great. Why would yeah. you? No. God. Well, I know no. Conan because, is great, and, but and I would never it, want that job. Do it, doing it cool instead. <laughs> instead of instead of playing into all the fake shit of like you know well we have to interview all these celebrities or whatever ha, you know do because because again it, it would be on YouTube or something you know everything's gonna be different in twenty five years and and like yeah who knows what the format will be but having a show that feels really serious but is actually just a fuck around yeah Conan is different from the other late night. Sh- stuff because he did start small and did it his way and it just did it so long that it became popular yeah and having stand-ups on who are like up and coming and give it like you know people always say like late night doesn't mean anything nowadays it absolutely most certainly does like yeah uh what does it mean you guys know mike roland no so mike roland is a new york comic he's he came to bananas last year and uh he he's super fucking funny Keep going. You might you might have seen him. Yeah, yeah, he's super funny. But so he did the Tonight Show earlier this year. And then like a week later, he got some role. He's he's on that show Animal Control that's coming out. I think one of the networks. I don't know. It's just a it's just a comedy show. Like he just did late night. And then a week later, he was on a fucking show. And I don't know. Maybe it was a coincidence. Maybe he just auditioned for it anyway. But like didn't hurt. I mean, yeah, that's very true. And like, again, that's not like not. So he takes a couple months off standup. He, he shoots this fucking TV show and now he just gets to go back to doing comedy. It's not like he's a fucking yeah. Hollywood star. Cash now. that check. Yeah. Keep on rolling. That's a cool fucking experience. I mean, if he's in more than like five episodes and has a speaking role, like that's an easy bet. You work, like you said, yeah, you yeah. work for a few months and you paid for your, your year doing whatever else. Yeah. yeah. Now, Late night shows aren't what they were, where it's no. like, oh, you're you're on True. Letterman now. You're True. automatic celebrity. No, everybody's not tuning in every night, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, everyone's attention is so segmented into so many different veins. Like, it's impossible to grab everyone's attention at any one point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just have to grab the right attention at the right time. Yeah, we here. I don't think any of us are old enough to be like. Yeah, I knew a guy who. <laughs> but that being said, I think so. I guess really, my answer is road dog. Like, I do want to just do clubs all over the. Country every fucking weekend, 
Like that's really what yeah. I want to do. And from what I hear from like interviews and shit, that's you go out and do that to get like make bank and then you go back to LA and write or whatever you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I, want to do for some people. I don't know. I, uh, some people, some people that's, that's the whole thing, man. Like yeah. they just stay out at sea and be salty. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I will. At first I thought I was going to try to move to New York very soon, but Cincinnati has afforded me every opportunity that I could ask for. And like, yeah. we live so close to so many other cities. I don't really feel the need to go anywhere. So as, as far as the road dog thing, is there a part of you that's afraid of becoming that s- stereotype traveling comic where you're like 80 years and your liver's the size of a bus and you're just like <laughs> yelling at audiences? Um, I guess not. I guess not. Not really. Like, I guess that's a fear. But no, I think uh, I just dude. I have so much fun getting up on stage. Like I just. I want to spend as many hours between now and my death doing stand up at a comedy club as yeah, I can. I think that's the key is like, you like the performance of it. You yeah. don't like the lifestyle's cool, but yeah. Yeah. I love, I love hanging with comics and, ev- and trying to make everybody laugh and everybody making you laugh. It's the coolest, but yeah, man, I, I and I'm still new, uh, you know, I'm three years in or something like that. So it's not like we're all babies in God's eyes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's a point where I'll be like, I, I do, I do get bummed out when I hear comics that are like, Oh man, stand up's the worst or whatever. Like, you know, but I do get that it beats you up and I haven't, it hasn't beaten me up yet. So I know I'm lucky to be on that side of it still. Yeah, man. Keep those gloves near your chin, man. Just, just stay in that mentality as long as you can. I feel like I'm asking for it by saying that. (laughs) Well, I mean, to say that you bombed like, real hard like you were talking about a minute ago and still saying it's like stand help hasn't really beat me up i mean it right. sounds like you you got the right head on your shoulders that's true <laughs> yeah. but yeah i don't know i feel like the beating up is when you've got like you accidentally have two kids and you're divorced and you're like you're in like credit card debt and I then also you're bombing in the middle of the country hell yeah okay you got two whoopsie kids and <laughs> some of those things were comedy's fault <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I guess that's not really comedy beating up. Yeah. But the idea of someone having two kids and be like, stand up comedy ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Stand up comedy made me not wear that condom. <laughs> I, I had to unroll shit. it for a bit on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it was my last one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. But uh, I didn't sausage case. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had a question, and now I can't stop thinking about breakfast. Um, yeah, I was going to say something, too, and I forgot it. Are you hungry? No. <laughs> no, I just had eggs with spinach. Oh, nice. Really? Keeping healthy. You eat like an egg. adult. I'm trying to be clean, man. Yeah. Well, that's not. it's not like I didn't eat chicken nuggets out of the bowl at Go Bananas last night also. <laughs> you know, life is about yeah. balance. Balance it out. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, God, what? Oh, Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. You keep mentioning like being a road dog and doing stuff in clubs specifically. Uh, If you, if you do ever reach a point in your career where you pop the fuck off and you become an arena hound, is that something that you would ever want? Why is that funny? Road dog to arena hound. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh yeah. I'm accidentally good at this. Um, So yeah. Like, do you want to scream your fucking art into a void and then hear, that's a, a good delay. question. I mean, you've done brouhaha. Mm-hmm. That's like a taste of what that feels like. I think I, 
I don't like if that comes, I will do it. You know what I mean? Like it, I, well, you know, you, you do theaters first before arenas, right? Right. Theater, You're a theater math. Yeah, oh, okay. you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you gonna say mastiff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Road dog this, theater wolf arena. This is great. I love yeah. it. Um, yeah, but well, so I just got. I'm about to quote, quote Louis C.K. again, but uh, he, <laughs> he was on. He was on a couple different podcasts the last couple of weeks, and he said. He's like, I would do if he's like, if I could go back, I would do an arena tour once. He's like, because it's a bad show. It's uh-huh. it's not good for stand up. People are coming because they love you and they go and they're sitting so fucking far away. They're watching you on the screen. They've got a cup with a basketball player on it. <laughs> and so even if they love you, they'll only do that one time. Next time you're in town, they'll be like, oh, that's great. He's in town and they won't go. Uh-huh. He's like, if, if you're at a theater, they'll come every time. And so I think that's probably good advice. Yeah. Roll around, scoop yeah. up that money. Yeah, but yeah, dude, I don't know. It, if I was making enough to be alive off stand up, you know, without working at the club, then I would feel like I made it. Like I don't need to. Yeah. It, you know, what, what's another million? Like once you're, if, <laughs> if you're one of those guys that people are like, like you've got people listening to your podcast, you've got sponsors, you're doing the fucking road thirty weekends a year. That's what I'm saying, what's, man. What's another fucking? You know, I do. I wouldn't be doing arena tours every year. People, I, I'm not one of those people who's like more, 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 more. Yeah. I, yeah. There's scientifically a number of money you can make where after that it, it doesn't make you happier. It's, it's pretty high. It's like $700,000 a year. Mm-hmm. But like after that, it's just like, you're doing the same amount of work and just fucking more people over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to leave it to your kids? And then they're never going to know the meaning of a dollar. Yeah, or you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit. Oh man, no, the seven hundred thousand thing just made me really. It's sad. probably like three hundred thousand. I don't know. No, like I read the study. It was done in two thousand eight when I graduated high school because our fucking government teacher handed it out, and it was seventy five k back then. And then when you said seven hundred k, I just fully believed you, and got real sad. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, that's that's a tall line for happiness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but after you make almost a million dollars a year, you don't have to worry about <laughs> what's another million. I didn't realize how accurate you were when you said yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. God. And I'm, and I'm doing so well financially right now. That it's yeah. Like, now that you got a <laughs> right, right. We all hosting are hosting uh, the last <laughs> of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, the Tonight Show with Robot Johnny Carson <laughs> and Spencer Demolke doing the, the MC, whatever whatever Steve Higgins does. I know that's it, what I want to do. I know it happened like months and months ago, but how was the whole being driven out of your apartment because of mold? Dude. <laughs> that was wild to me. So crazy. Hold on. What? That's I a good didn't question. know about this. Yeah, so. You were so, driven out by mold? So, dude, yeah. I was sick. Yeah. Like, in various ways for all of. Uh, that's why you, you, you weren't sick right. every that's, time you were hosting. Oh you were God. just always no, sick. My immune system was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. So, dude, so we okay. lived in this apartment downtown. Uh, dude, somebody moved into it, which is crazy. Like, I don't Gross. know what the fuck. Did you send them a Facebook We message? should, like, <laughs> knock on their door or whatever, throw a rock at their window. Bro, but, you have a super fan. Yeah. It's like, he lived here? For yeah. How long? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But so, so, in, like, March of last year, I like went to the doctor. I like just had some shit going on, like, like skin shit. And and they were right. like, they were like, yeah, I don't really know. You seem fine. And it was to the point where like every time I left the apartment, it would get better. So I didn't know what the fuck was oh, going on. Shit. I, like, yeah. And they were like, mm, maybe it's an infection. Like I got, 
like antifungal shit and like uh, and and that would kind of help because mold is a fungus. Yeah. So like yeah. it was kind yeah. of going away and kind of getting worse and kind of changing and like oh, all the it was like like and then and then it was like my stomach and and then now I realize how like I was like. You get brain inflammation. Like you're, what? you get like brain fog. Like so much stuff can get fucked up. Your brain was swelling itself stupid. And it's already so big. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was, dude, I would like, I would like get high and, and pass out immediately, like fall asleep on the couch immediately. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm just getting too old to like smoke weed like this. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Like, everything's an indica past 25 30. years old. <laughs> if yeah. you want to get more bang for your buck, as far as weed goes, just huff mold spores yeah. and then smoke. Live in a water damaged apartment building. <laughs> and so. Holy yeah, dude. And, and like, it's one of those things where looking back, I'm like, I should have been able to figure it out, but I just couldn't even put to, I was like, I was like, yeah, you get a little mold in your fucking bathroom or whatever. And like, it was, it was growing under, I have a picture. I think it was growing under where I hung up my towel on my door. Like oh. there's like black spots. And I was like, whatever. It's just a little mold. Yeah. And then it's and then, just a little mold. And then now everywhere. I'm like, dude, you, you fucking blew it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I lived there from a year and a half. I mean, dude, no, the bathroom shit is not what does it. It's like, it was behind, like, I can't imagine what the drywall looks like in there. How long was this going? A year and a half? I mean, I, whole I lived there for a year and a half, but so I started noticing, I guess in March. So from March, we October 12th was the last night we slept there. Oh my yeah. god. It's so crazy. Yeah, so that's why I'm trying to eat clean and shit because I'm still like yeah. detoxing. Yeah. It takes it takes a long time. But yeah. so yeah, it was crazy, dude. So we we left, we slept, we slept at Stephen Bear's house for a week. God bless him. He gave us a place to stay and then shout out. We had an Airbnb for a week and then we stayed at Go Bananas. I, ooh, maybe maybe cut that. Definitely so, for a lot of legal reasons. Yeah, uh, but, but we were just so you guys. Speaking know, of the fire oh, marshals we were, and their yeah, laws, we were on the lounge at the club <laughs> we, for a week. We can't we can't get off on that tangent. So many people have lived in that building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, and feel free to cut that. But yeah, uh, at any point, yeah, but and we're back. Uh, it was. It was very wild. And then so we were just looking for an apartment and looking. And so the, the place we live now, I talked to this landlord and we were getting ready to move in. And then somebody put a deposit down just like, you know, right before we were about to or whatever. What? So what did the landlord say? Did you like contact them and be like, yo, you're killing us. She, so she, she like knew the situation and she was like, uh, she was like, so here's what I can do is I have this apartment in Clifton that is open right now. She's like, we haven't rented it. So she's like, if you guys want, it was, a, it was a technically a one bedroom, but it was like a living room and a bedroom. So we just made it a two bedroom. Okay. But so she was like, you guys can live there for a month. You Covered know, in roaches. Pay rent. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so actually I'll get to that. But uh, oh, oh, we, uh, God. so we, no, it was fine. We moved into this place and it, it was just a little, a little old and a little rundown for us. Like we probably could have stayed there. And like I said, it would have, the only rooms would have been our bedrooms in the kitchen and the bathroom. So right. it wouldn't be great for having people over or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But we stayed there for like a month and a bit. And then once another place opened up in Walnut Hills, like she, she offered us that situation. So she was being very cool. Oh, That's wow. awesome. And she's great. And so, but we did move into this new place in Walnut Hills, a couple of roaches. Yeah. They'd be around nothing. It, w it wasn't like super wild, but then like you'd kill one and then you'd see another one. And then we're like, Ooh, this is not great. But they weren't living in our unit. Like you could tell, like they were coming from somewhere else. Uh, and so we told her about it and she was like, I don't really know. And the exterminator came and he was like, somebody else in your building has roaches. And so my landlord called like everyone in our building 
And she was like, two different people were just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we have cockroaches. <laughs> what the? Fuck? She was like, just a roach she, answers the phone. She's, yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's yeah, like, we live here. I'm not one of those landlords that wouldn't take care of it. She's like, if they had told me, I would have just fucking called the exterminator. So, so they've been coming and treating it, and now it's fine. But wow, Damn. what a terrible tenant to just be like, yeah, this is my filth. Yeah, they're well, it'll be like, fine just by like the sink. <laughs> oh my God. I was there. Uh, we we just be, keep our dishes there. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you did live with mold, just like growing around you like a symbiote trying to take over your body. So, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. We're well, talking was, to the mold now. It's, the mold's yeah. doing very well. Mold just had a weekend. Mold is great and cool, and you guys should move into a moldy apartment, leave wet towels everywhere. And that's my personal opinion. Yeah. It's pretty. I don't want to say cool, but it's nice <laughs> that we got a story where the landlord is like the cool person. Yeah. And it's yeah. yeah. Shout out Marco. to Aileen. <laughs> she rocks. I hope she hears yeah. this. Yeah. She's awesome. And, uh, I don't take their side a lot. So yeah. refreshing change of pace. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, so we're just like, we're just living now. We, it, it's so crazy how it like, you know, I'm going to sound like a classic, whatever, but, but like you really take all that stuff for granted. And then when you, yeah, a functioning get, brain. Yeah. And yeah. like a place to live that is safe when you get, when you get thrown out like that, you're like, God, like, like I, I still, uh, don't, I'm storing some of my stuff up at location redacted go bananas. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, I still have some of my stuff up there and I just haven't even gone to get it because it's like, I have a bed and, uh, and I can take a shower and I can eat and it's like, that's good enough. Dude. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm set. Yeah. Would you ever pack all your shit into a van and just like huck off? I, I dream of that, but I ultimately don't think I am made of that kind of material. Yeah. You're not made of Mopar. Yeah. No, I gotta, I gotta have a bed and a shower. You can put all that in a van. Not a shower. Oh, in an RV. That's true. No, yeah. in a van. Mm, I don't think I'd like shower? it. Sitting shower. What kind? What kind of shower? A van. Fits in a van. What are you talking about, man? It's gonna be a big. big you can van. shower wherever you want. Are you talking about as just you like have a bucket? That's a not a shower, shower man. And wait till it rains. And no. Just, yeah, where am I getting running water? It's a camp shower. It pumps uh, water from the bucket, and then the runoff is collected. Okay, I was imagining a then, shower inside mm, the van. No, it's like a curtain that you hang up and you can literally shower on the side of the highway. Okay. But you still have your privacy because you're like in the curtain until someone drives by and the curtain goes still with the semi that drove past you. Yeah. I think I, I think I need to have a, a place to live, but I would like to do Planet like fitness. It's so called a van. Yeah. I do have Planet <laughs> fitness membership. I could just drive anywhere and do you Planet shower fitness. in any city. You're right, dude. He's got experience with All this right, shit. I now and, and I took a few showers at Planet Fitness over the course of the bowl. Have you tried day. their like like the water massage <laughs> table. It's like they had this. I haven't done the hydro like massage. Hydro massage. It's awesome. Hydro it's like massage. a water bed that shoots jets along your back and I gotta you just try that. melt. I got to try that. Yeah. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Some people don't melt when they're in there, but it is just real fucking good. fucking melt like butter on a pancake. No one's going to believe you're made out of sugar. Stop trying to spread that rumor. I'm sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Put Luke in your tea, y'all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've heard Luke is made out of sugar. Actually, I heard that from someone else. Really? No. Oh, I was just trying oh, to be I, encouraging. I felt I felt <laughs> uplifted for like three seconds. Until yeah, I really didn't play along for very long. Yeah. No, not at all. You were like, oh, yes, and no, yeah. I won't. I was like, I have no more <laughs> ammo for this. Bit. More, more like yes and nah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yes and never no. mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a good improv -a -leer. 
That's, oh, what, that's what they should call that's them. That's what my, my school, my high school was the Cavaliers. So they were the Improvaliers. That was our team. Well, you did improv. We, I wasn't on it, but we oh, had an improv club. They were called. The I would never be on a team called the Improvaliers. I feel like it's cool. <laughs> it's too close to Stephen King's The Langoliers, and mm. that shit's terrifying. I don't. I don't know much about Stephen King, but uh, my roommate did say that our place in Clifton looked like the Shining building. Is that the mold place? place? Is big. No, it's no. Got a lot this of space. is the uh, the post mold pre current the the one month place. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Hedge maze. It was like big. It was like big, like marble staircases that were all like cracked and like. It was a really cool building, but it was 100 years old exactly. Like it was over 100 years nice. old. Nah, man. Uh, don't live on a 13th floor. Don't live in a building that is exactly anything. You might have seen this building. It's right across from the tap room on Ludlow and like Habanero. It's called the Roanoke, that big red building. Yeah. Okay. The inside of that building is. Dude, it spooky. even sounds like a Stephen King. That's what I'm saying. Building. That place is terrifying sounding. <laughs> The yeah. Roanoke. Again, we were just really happy to have a place to, to call our own. <laughs> Lo- love that lust for life that makes you like overlook creepy twin girls. Telling yeah. Die and yeah. There was a night watchman who walked through walls, but other than that, yeah, it was, totally yeah, it was just a very run of the mill place. Yeah. yeah. Just don't step through them. You get cold. Yeah. Since we already got a bombing story that was that was I have another choice. one actually I I did think of another one oh, do you but yeah. yeah well never mind well, I'll no, save say my shit thing. for the page I remember this oh. have you ever performed music live and has that ever gone poorly uh I have I did the second grade talent show or something like that like I played a little fucking Wait, thing man. on my guitar but you know that goes well no matter what <laughs> you can, you're in second grade yeah, you can mess up so bad and they're like he was great <laughs> he didn't shit his pants or nothing right yeah <laughs> didn't didn't start crying and give up yeah um, <laughs> but uh, well i did just do karaoke at a bar for the first time what uh, I was, okay i was with kyle kemper uh great dating comic yeah. yeah so uh kyle he seems like a karaoke veteran. I've never talked Dude, to him about it. I thought that too, but I guess he said he's never done it either. Really? Yeah, or, no or maybe not much. But or no, he has done it because he he had a go to song, which was Total Eclipse of the Heart. He did it solo, which God was damn it! Hilarious. I thought that's yeah, I that's that. a pro karaoke move um, right there. I but did that song and I can't do it again. He, uh, you guys can have the same karaoke song. It's nope. Okay. Um, but so <laughs> he he got this really cool gig uh, at Ball State University in Indiana. And so, you know, they booked him to headline. He was like, can I bring someone? They were like, sure. So, and I had just worked with him at Wiley's. So, uh, we drove out to Indiana, we did this show and then we were like, what's the cool thing to do after the show? And all these kids were like, you could go to this karaoke bar. And we were like, okay. So, oh my. <laughs> so we go to this bar, we sign up, we wait two hours <laughs> to sing. Like it was like, there were people with pipes. Like, so that was the thing to do. It, it seemed like, I mean, other than go to a frat party. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we weren't going to do that. Certainly. Uh, but so yeah, we, we wait two hours and I did how sweet it is to be loved by you by James Taylor. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Crowd pleaser. Of course. Of yeah. course. And no, but it, it went, it didn't go horribly wrong. I thought, you know, you just, it's really hard to sing genuinely in front of people. Like I caught myself sort of doing an impression of James Taylor more <laughs> yeah. so than singing, but yeah, it was fun. It, it was actually really fun because sometimes when you're doing stand up, you don't have that like adrenaline rush because you do it all the time. But singing in front of people, I was like fully scared. My, my go-to karaoke move is to introduce my song by saying, 
that like my brother died on a jet ski years ago and his body was pulled behind the jet ski that was unmanned because I was tossed from the driver's seat. And anyway, here's the song that was playing while that <laughs> happened and it's Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> That's funny. Kyle, when I was there, <laughs> Kyle goes, uh, you should dedicate this song to your grandma. And I was like, okay, they're, they're both still alive, but yeah. okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> dedicated to my living and well grandmother. I think I stole Lee Kimbrell's thing, which is a uh, shout out to my grandma. She's on the roof. That crazy. <laughs> bitch. She's still alive. She's on the roof. <laughs> Lee Kimbrell will kill a karaoke night. Oh, I've heard. I've that. never, I've never, yeah, maybe he did this twice and I saw it and I won't shut up about it, but he does walking in Memphis really well. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I've I've only done karaoke. He probably once. wants people to shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> but if you see him around karaoke, ask him to do walking in Memphis. <laughs> Tell him we sent to you. Um, have you karaoke? Yeah, he just I, I, did, I did that jet ski thing. I did oh, total clips of the that's heart, right. And then I listen um, when he talks. I did I some swear. NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> He's my roommate now. So <laughs> in sync. Yeah, it's a it's a two bedroom but you know they sleep four to a bunk wow that's <laughs> Mostly right downstairs. they sleep all next to each other and they just uh, <laughs> they snore in harmony yeah. <laughs> it's like a four-person bunk bed and they yeah. all wake up at the same time and do a choreographed dance yeah. good morning good morning uh. <laughs> oh jesus christ guys i drink yeah. a lot the night before <laughs> yeah guys can you keep it down in there with your perfect pitch <laughs> but uh yeah you karaoke I, I've only done it once, and it was at a, a county fair, so I don't know if what? that... It was a strange situation. Yeah. Uh, there was not karaoke. There was rain and a county fair, and there was supposed to be karaoke the next night, and then a bunch of people badgered the karaoke person who was setting up their equipment for the next day until karaoke started at 8. State fair is a really easy place to do a mutiny like that, I feel like. You yeah. get a bunch of angry people full of corn dogs. I mean, I didn't. I didn't... I didn't catch a whole vibe off of the karaoke person, but my instinct is that if you're setting up sound equipment, you're probably not on the same creative level as the people yelling at you about the sound right. equipment. <laughs> so yeah, I would bend the knee to fucking Hicks at a county fair yeah. for whatever too. Yeah. We want to sing brother. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. You're fine. Yeah. I will yeah. set the game to whatever you want. <laughs> Threatening somebody so you can sing a tune is pretty funny. What's what song you go for? Uh, I don't remember, but the video is on YouTube. We'll, we'll post it to the Patreon. I didn't say we would do that. I'll find it. <laughs> what, what bombing story did you have? So I went to Cleveland with Ray and Barnaclo. Uh, I forget. Is this about just the drive? Is that where the bomb? Yeah, yeah, God, well, he is, he is a hard laugh. God, he, some days he will just try to never laugh at anything you say. Like, <laughs> You're just like, come on, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, so I went to Cleveland with Rand, and uh, we were doing the Secret Society shows all weekend. If you ever see the, uh, David Horning posting about those, yeah. and David Horning, Brian Sternick, Jeremy Deremy. Uh, that's not his name, but it looks like that. Do you, have you seen that on Instagram? There's a guy in Cleveland named Jeremy Demery. No, so, I haven't seen it. So. It sounds like you're shaking a person from Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> but so we call him Jeremy Deremy. And. Uh, <coughs> They, they run good shows up there, but so we did, they, they like, usually what they do is just a Saturday night midnight show after, uh, they always try to get the hilarities headliner uh, to come out. Okay. And so, uh, I don't know if that's a secret, but, uh, 
they that, so usually so they're like secret lineup and you know secret drop-ins and a lot of times they get the hilarity's headliner to come down but so like if somebody like rain comes up they'll try to set up thursday and friday shows too just so they have a reason to come hang and so the thursday show we did this bar and like the way it was set up was we were there was no like area for us to sit in the show so we were like looking through these glass doors and so uh the host went up and i had no idea how the show was going and i was working on these uh like pretty i don't want to say edgy but i do i do like some holocaust jokes sometimes like not in a host set but like yeah i'm a jewish guy i wrote some holocaust jokes they're they're lighthearted. <laughs> they're they're pretty silly as far as Holocaust jokes go. But <laughs> the the zany end of the Holocaust. Yeah, joke. yeah. Nobody yeah. ever talks about how goofy Hitler was. No, but uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Like it's like I'm obviously Mind kidding. Camp. Like like uh, I don't want to just tell one of my jokes on this podcast, but they're like they're very stupid, and so. I was like, whatever, I'll just, I'll just do my set for these people. And, yeah. and it was stupid. Like I went, sometimes you go into a set with us with you're like, these are the jokes I'm going to do. And you don't assess the situation enough. And I should have <laughs> yeah. known that they were still needing to be cracked open. And I should have just done some cleaner, more tolerable material. And instead I was like, whatever, these jokes are funny and fun and I know they're good. Uh, so I just do a couple minutes and then I go into these Holocaust jokes and it just <laughs> shut down. It was just like, oh boy, it was, there was like, there was like young, cool kids in the corner and they were absolutely not having it. And there was like these older, older, like, uh, you could like financey dudes in like the front left of the room. And literally one of the guys was like, oh God, or something like he was like, oh no, or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, I I opened explaining that I'm a Jewish guy so that when I do the Holocaust stuff, people know that I'm kidding. And I'm literally just like swastika would be a cool tattoo right and he's just like oh jesus and i'm like all right well this is and and also i had on i had on my jacket still i was like like it wasn't that heavy of a jacket but i was like i'll just leave my jacket on and five minutes in my set just fully sweating <laughs> like yeah dude it was like you know i i you know as you get better at stand-up you bomb less and less and that was a for real like i hadn't bombed like that in a while it was like you're just not going to win them back after that. Really? They're like, we're, we're ready for the next fucking guy. And, and the fact that they hadn't already been like, this is going to be a great show. They were still like, if I had been in the room, I would have been able to know, like, like I said, these people still need some, mm-hmm. you know, some caressing. But instead I told them the Holocaust <laughs> might be fun. <laughs> Was there any attempt to like save it or do you just like power through the rest? I of think your I blocked gun? the memory out of the rest. Yeah. I think I, <laughs> Well, I was like, I can't yell at them because the show is still so early on. I was like, yeah. I can't just be like, fuck you guys. You guys are being idiots or whatever. So I, I did probably say something like, didn't you hear me say I'm Jewish or whatever? I, like, I'm kidding. Oh but they were just not having it. Not having the it. trauma blocked it. So you're just like, this is what Spencer probably would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I were me, that's what I would. Yeah, have if, done. if I were in that memory of mine. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah. I, what I should have done was take off my fucking coat before that set. That would have helped. <laughs> There's nothing worse than uh, like feeling your own moisture seep out of you when you're up there. I usually don't sweat on stage too. For some reason, I'm not like a s- comedy sweater, but that day I was. Yeah. yeah. Lloyd Johnson remind me of a memory from like maybe the first couple weeks I started, where I just I was so nervous during that time. 
I don't know if I'd sweat a lot, but at one night in particular, I was just drenched in sweat. And then as I was walking off stage, I saw somebody I knew. I was like, did I sweat a lot up there? But loud enough that everyone heard it. (laughs) (laughs) That's sick. <laughs> hey, oh am I like God. super drenched in sweat right now? Like, it's <laughs> funny, like got more laughs than anything I'd done. Some comics sweat. Like if you're doing great and you're sweating, people are like, "Oh, he's trying really hard up there. That's yeah. awesome." But if you're bombing and you're sweating, it makes your bombing ten times worse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not fun. I, I, the very first time I ever told a joke into uh, a microphone that wasn't uh, like just me trying to do something, I sweat all the way to the end of the seam of my t-shirt. Can <laughs> you sell some racing stripes? I yeah. didn't notice until well after I was on my way home. Yeah, you're like, I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. The fucking adrenaline wore off and yeah. I was like, it's brisk all of a sudden and yeah. I'm... Oh, I was hugging everybody (laughs) with no knowledge of what was going on. Oh, man. Have you ever had moments like that where you've gotten off a stage and you're just like, oh, shit, I've looked like that this whole time. Ooh, like maybe a mustache mishap or a bug hanging in the cave. I've got to have got to wipe the swats to cut off your forehead. I think that I might have like had hat hair or something. That's a good or like or like, you know fly open i guess i have no memory of that but i'm sure something like that mine is always and i know it happens a lot because anytime i video myself and watch it i'll be like i'm doing that thing again and then it'll go away the next three shows but like where i rotate my body and like rock back and forth a little bit if i'm nervous oh you mean this yeah that deal right there Do one of these with hand in the back pocket and then yeah 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 yep like, you look like a bored toddler. <laughs> my my nervous tick is if a joke doesn't land the way I want it to, I will start the next sentence with yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, man, here's another thing. Sometimes yeah. I, I feel like I'm like agreeing with the crowd. I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, and and they're like, you don't have to say that. Right. Yeah. At least it's a vocal tick. I feel like vocal ticks are a little better than than physical ticks. Well, I definitely will like do other stuff, touch my face or whatever. You're just like, throwing baseball signs out yeah, there while yeah, your yeah, jokes yeah. are bombing. <laughs> Slide into light me, light line. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much time have I done? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I can't think. Do you have a good one of like? you fucked up your visual the way you looked no but i when you said the fly down thing like i it just so many it was like a rolodex of zippers open uh at at the various places mm. that i've been where it's just like oh my friends up there and they don't know or oh who's that person with their whole ass shirt corner Ooh, hanging out of their yeah. fly Oh, it's their first time. Was it their first time at the urinal too? Yeah. Damn. Wow. Uh, that's that's so wild. So many flies down. And it's not just like a dude thing. It's not a dude thing. It's like female pants have like three teeth on the zipper. And somehow I've still caught a couple that are just like, rah. I, uh, wild. Yeah, dude. I think I'm a little too vain to let something like that go wrong. See, that might be like part of my ritual is like, yeah, it's like checking, checking how I look to testicle spectacles while in watch. Yeah. And it's funny. You said that like I was this weekend before the Chad show on Friday, I was, I was definitely nervous. And also there was nobody hanging at the club. So I'm in the green room by myself. Chad's flight got in late. So he didn't get to the show till seven 30 and and oh, si- shit. so i si didn't get there until you know a little after seven so i got to the club at like six and uh 
I'm like in the green room by myself for a while. So I was like, you know, I, I had the opportunity to potentially really get in my head or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, all right, you know what to do to calm down. I like, I put on some music. I'm like stretching. I'm like trying to breathe. And I'm like, just, just do other stuff. Don't, don't think about your act. That's what I've learned. Ah. I, I spend time thinking about my jokes and then I either try to rewrite them mm. or like try to memorize them. And it's like, that's not a good way for me to do stand up. So I'm like, I'm like, you know, your set, you know what jokes you're going to do. Don't think about that. Just try to get your, try to just get present. Become uh, present, not get a present. Yeah, try to get someone to buy you something. <laughs> yeah. That Listen always calms gifts. me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Do you have any words of wisdom for our audience, Spencer? Mm, I wonder what I said last time, but... Uh, I don't remember. Uh, at a certain point, all the words of wisdom blur together unless they're financial advice or grooming tips. Here's some words of wisdom. <laughs> if you feel weird all the time and you've gone to multiple doctors and they tell you it's nothing, yeah. your apartment might be moldy and and there might Good be nothing advice. you can do. And also, if you even if you have renter's insurance, they might not cover that stuff because apparently they only cover uh, mold from uh, like acts of God. If you just have water damage from rain, it's not enough. What? Yeah. yeah How that, is that rain not an act of God? They said, insurance. they said it has to be like a hailstorm or a windstorm to, to, yeah. Yeah. Like a plumbing or, or like a, if a pipe bursts. So to be clear in the eyes of an insurance company, rain is of the devil. That's uh, right. It's wind not. and hail. That's the Lord's I work. I wish I had yeah. the thing of what Jesus they said. Christ. They were like, sorry, it's not one of our covered perils. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was perilous, though. It was. I feel you. You went through peril, but it's not one of ours. <laughs> oh, shit. I always think of the national anthem when I hear the word peril, perilous. That's a Ooh, the perilous fight. That's yeah. not the different national. melody, but yeah. Wait, no. Yeah, no, the peril perilous fight. You do, do but our flag was still there. Do we want to close out by? <laughs> oh, sit. I actually can't do it. I don't remember the words, and I feel like a Canadian. God, well, they drilled it into us at my school, man. We learned the national anthem so many times. I feel like it was like. I feel like at some some schools they're just looking for stuff to teach. Like it doesn't matter what they're teaching you. The point is that you're shutting up and listening. You're just learning how to be in school. And they still didn't find time for like a tax class. Never once. Yeah. But the, yeah, <laughs> goddamn. If a, a lot of people think the national anthem, wait, it says it says or the land of the free, which is O apostrophe E R over. Yeah. A lot of people think it's four. But it's or. Yeah, and the only reason I, I know that is because it was taught to me many, many times when I was seven years old. I had other shit driven into me as a kid. Human penis. Priest. Come on. Yeah. Let's have some subtlety and some tact, guys. <laughs> you want to stick around for the Patreon, Spencer? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. Yeah.